my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Gratitude Diaries, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Janice Kaplan. Thanks for joining me for another episode and another chance to think more gratefully. Today's idea, take a moment to be grateful to those who fought heroically so you could vote. This month marks exactly 100 years since women in America have had the right to vote. The 19th Amendment passed in August of 1920, and it was a hard-won victory. Suffragists had been protesting, picketing, and fighting for what was fair for many decades. I like to think that if I lived back then, I also would have been out marching and protesting. But I'm not sure. When I wrote my recent book, The Genius of Women, I discovered how deeply affected we all are by social expectations. People tell you it's not natural for women to vote or be scientists or presidents. And even though you don't think that's right, some part of you starts to believe it. I doubt there is a single woman in the United States now who believes she shouldn't have the right to vote. But back in the very early 1900s, the anti-suffragist movement included both men and women. That's why we should stop to be grateful to the women who had the courage and conviction to say, this is wrong. We all know about Susan B. Anthony, who was a key person in fighting hard for women's suffrage and also fighting against slavery. But if I had to pick one hero of equal rights to get my gratitude vote, it would be Alice Paul, who put her own health and life on the line to champion women's suffrage in Britain and the United States. She was beaten by police, arrested, and imprisoned, but she never gave up her belief in nonviolent civil disobedience. 
She organized some 2,000 women in early 1917 who dressed in white and picketed outside Woodrow Wilson's White House almost every day for over two years. And by the way, they stayed there throughout the 1918 pandemic. When the 19th Amendment finally passed and women could vote, Alice Paul still didn't stop. She realized something else was missing in the Constitution, and she wrote the first version of the Equal Rights Amendment. It was basically one sentence that said women and men should have equal rights throughout the United States. Not very revolutionary, is it? But it took until 1972 for Congress to pass the Equal Rights Amendment, and the states never did. We admire the United States Constitution as a great document, and yet the word women never appears in it. The Equal Rights Amendment never passed. Some of the rights women were denied as recently as the 1970s are almost unimaginable now. A woman needed a husband to co-sign for a bank account. She couldn't get a credit card in her own name. And yet some of our current policies will probably also seem unimaginable in another 50 years. America remains virtually the only country in the industrialized world, yes, the whole world, that does not require new parents to get paid time off. America has thousands of laws, but not one of them helps men and women integrate their lives at home and at work. Every couple or single parent is left to figure it out on their own. Okay, maybe I'm not sounding very grateful at the moment, but gratitude doesn't mean pretending that everything is okay or ignoring problems. It's having a perspective so you can see the good and still fight to change what's wrong. Probably the very best way to express our gratitude to those who fought and suffered for women's suffrage is to continue the fight, to change some of those laws, and to vote. It's probably going to be a little difficult to feel completely grateful for our political system in the next few months. Voter suppression continues, and we have a president who is demeaning and cruel to women and minorities. Clearly, the equal rights for women and blacks that Susan B. Anthony championed haven't all happened. But we can be grateful to those people who did give us the chance to try to change things and get them right. A hundred years is not really a very long time. Hillary Clinton often pointed out that her own mother was born the year before women could vote. Dorothy Rodham lived long enough to help her daughter campaign for president in 2008 and to see her sworn in as Secretary of State. That's a big change in one person's lifetime, and I'm grateful to be living at the end of that time rather than the beginning. Today, you can express your gratitude to Susan B. Anthony and Alice Paul and the other women who fought with them in really practical ways. Make sure you know how to get a mail-in ballot if you need one or how to properly register to vote in your state. Don't let anybody stop you. They never stopped Alice Paul. And let's show how grateful we are for that. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow with more ideas on how to add gratitude to your life and make every day a little brighter. Have a great day. The Gratitude Diaries is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.